Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios, Pat and Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogue, Teresa Walker, Associated Press, at Teresa M. Walker on Twitter. Good morning, Teresa. Good morning. How are we doing on this fine uh, March day after bracket madness moment? Doing well, T. Everything good with you? Surviving. And, 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 and Greg, now I have a question. Did JB get you the, the grizz towel that I've been trying to remember to get to you for a year now? Yes, he did. Good. <laughs> I, I, I finally took care of some business yet, uh, this in the last couple of days. I had a couple of Super Bowl programs that I finally delivered to, to Ballpark Franks uh, because the Rams PR guy at the Super Bowl a year ago once upon a time worked at uh, TSU. Tennessee State, right. Frank. Sure did. Sure yes. did. Yep. And uh, so he gave me two Super Bowl programs that I finally delivered last Wednesday to Johnny. And I finally, uh, 11, we'll, we'll, we'll hedge, close to 10 months later, I finally got to your Grizz towel. Well, thank you. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, You're yep. Speaking of the Grizzlies, how are they doing? As <laughs> <laughs> we watch for the return of Ja. <clears throat> well, he's definitely out two more games uh, as of the moment because the last that we heard from the Grizzlies was that uh, he was going to sit out four more games. That would take him through tonight's game at Dallas, Wednesday night's game at Miami. Um, the pictures in the New York Post probably didn't help. Um, and, but, uh, you know, the police in Colorado decided not to charge anything because while it is a misdemeanor to be handling a weapon while under the influence, uh, you know, you have to prove that there was uh, influence and, and things like that. They just chose not to press charges on what is a misdemeanor in that state. And, of course, guys, the, 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 the bigger challenge is, you know, the Grizzlies have made it very clear in some of their comments. I mean, Taylor Jenkins wouldn't even address it on Saturday before their game. It's like, you know, listen, we're just we're moving forward. Guys, they beat Golden State Warriors, thumped them pretty well uh, on Thursday night without Ja and without Steven Adams. So, you know, it's going to be up to Ja to get himself under control and, and, and get back with that moving train. And, and, and as many former NBA players have said, decide what he wants to be. Is he a NBA player or is he a rapper or something else? So mm. uh, one thing that certainly seems in the, in the cards, uh, he had a $38 million bonus. He could have maxed out his, the five-year contract he signed last July uh, if he had made the all-NBA team this year. That seems to be seriously at risk. I, I can't honestly see that happening right now. So, um, so hopefully something's got his attention, and hopefully he's getting some help and focus and, and things that he needs because – if they can hold on, and right now they're in a tough fight, Sacramento Kings, who, who just saw this? Wow, time? yeah, they're having a great year. They're having a com- tremendous year, and right now, the last I looked, they're tied with the Grizzlies for second in the, mm. in the West. Mm. And, you know, the team that can be in the second can maybe avoid the Denver Nuggets, uh, Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors, some combination of that through the first couple rounds. Uh, and, and still have a chance to make it to the Western Finals. And so that's the target right now for the Grizzlies as the games are dwindling down. And, you know, shoot, Saturday night they had an incredible fourth-quarter performance. You know, they, they, they played really well this season in third quarters, 
Four quarters have been an absolute horror for them. And David Roddy came through with uh, 17 points and just an amazing – this is a kid who they drafted out of Colorado or Colorado State. He was their second pick in the first round last June. And, guys, he's been up and down with the you know between their G League team, the hustle. And he showed that uh, you, know, you give him an opportunity, he'll take it. And 17 points, and he was everywhere in that fourth quarter to help them win. So, um, you know, it, it, at this point, it's up to John to get his stuff together, get himself together off the court, and realize what's important, and see if this team can grow up fast enough down the stretch to, you know, to truly compete for the, for the, for the NBA title. Because guess what, guys? It is there. It is there. I mean, for, 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 you know, Milwaukee's starting to look a little vulnerable. People are starting to come up with some injuries, et cetera. I know Steph's back in Golden State, but he was, he played in that game Thursday night in Memphis where they, where they beat him. So, uh, it, it, I'm just waiting now. It, it's one of those things that NFL, you know, Tampering period starts at the beginning of the hour. Free agency starts Wednesday. NCAA tournament's going on. And, yes, I'm keeping a very close eye on what the Memphis Grizzlies and the NBA do with John Morant because that postseason, guys, starts in um, just about a month. Wow. By the way, uh, Coca-Cola announced this morning that they're pulling all of his Powerade commercials uh, of John Moran. And, of course, that's how you get the attention, right in the pocketbook and with Nike, and those, where that goes, those too. just announced not even two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, T, do you, uh, is there a timetable on Adams returning to the lineup, Stephen Adams? Uh, no, they announced, uh, I, I'm thinking, uh, I don't know if it was Thursday or what, but... Uh, you know, he is going to be out for at least four more weeks. They gave him a stem cell injection in his knee mm. um, to uh, help with the healing. You know, he hurt that when he went down to the ground and uh, chasing a ball at the end of a game. And uh, so he's, it looks like he's out for the rest of this season, and uh, at least the regular season. And the yeah. hope now is that you have him back for the regular season. So as if they didn't have enough issues to deal with, um, you know, they've got to deal with, you know, Steve, you know, Steve-O now not being in the lineup. So, um, it gives opportunity for other guys to grow up, but, you know, they also lost Brandon Clark in that very painful loss in Denver. Um, so, you know, right now the Grizzlies have got a lot going on. Teresa Walker with us, uh, Associated Press, uh, Titans, Ben Jones, uh, I mean, the offensive line, we'll see what happens with Nate Davis. I guess Friere, um is there. We'll see if he can ever graduate more than just being a right tackle. Uh, they didn't feel comfortable enough to move him to left tackle last year when they there was a need. So, But th- th- there's where you know, we start looking at where the chips are falling. Well, you've, uh, that's, that's, that's where it is, right there on, up front. And um, I, I don't know about the other stuff, Tannehill, Henry, Simmons, but right now the offensive line seems to be priority number one and should be. Well, it has been, you know, let's be honest, it should have, it wasn't fully addressed last year. Uh, you know, there was the presumption that Dylan Radens, I mean, he was, he was seen as the right tackle throughout the offseason program, lost the job to a rookie uh, draft pick in Nicholas Petit Frere. And then when Taylor Lewan went down, it went from okay to, to bad and worse in a heartbeat. Uh, and, you know, and people keep asking, why Ben Jones? Two concussions in a month. I'm sorry, but, you know, he, he's turning 34 later this year. Uh, when, you, when you start racking up concussions, you know, like you're sitting at a, you know, a poker machine and the bells are going off, I'm sorry, you're, you know, those don't usually get better. 
you know, hopefully for his health that he does. And people ask me why was he, you know, listed as a failed, phys- you know, failed physical. Guys, this allows him and Taylor Lewan, who also had the same category, uh, you know, to, to, to collect some money rather than just simply being released because, you know, it's essentially the team acknowledging, yeah, they're not healthy, but we want them gone. And so, you know, it, it's a good thing for him, but, uh, you know, hopefully for him he, he heals up, but it kind of forces their hand. I mean, to me, fixing the offensive line uh, was something that they didn't address correctly <coughs> last year. Now they absolutely have to. And to me, it's why, you know, everyone keeps talking about quarterback, quarterback, this, and, you know, taking calls or did they shop Derrick Henry? Uh, well, I don't think a GM's doing their due diligence if they don't, you know, at least have conversations about players on their roster. But uh, keeping Kenny Hill, Henry, maybe extending them for a year, we'll see. Um, but, you know, you know, shoot, let them ride into this season. You know, tell them, prove it. We'll go fix the offensive line give you some more help on the outside, and then you show us what you can do. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, in the, I'm in the minority camp that thinks Derrick Henry's got, you know, another two to three years left in him easily based on the fact that he started behind DeMarco Murray for two years here with the Titans and had that one really great year at Alabama. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, I mean, you know, I don't think he's Tom Brady going to play to 45, but, guys, he, it's not like he is Methuselah. So, you know, you, this gives you, buys you time to identify a quarterback. And if they can address, to me, offensive line in the tampering period has to be at the top of their shopping list. That and, and maybe adding a veteran receiver now that Bobby Trees is signed with Houston. Good luck with that, Bobby. Um, but, uh, you know, go, fit, go add a couple huge pieces in offense in the, on the offensive line to give yourself a start that frees you up more with the 11th pick in April in the draft. Uh, and, 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 you know, shoot, the deal with Carolina and, and Chicago showed the price for moving up is very, very expensive. And, you know, this will give the Titans flexibility what they do at number 11. T, you think Derrick Henry has two or three really good years left still? He was the second best rusher in the NFL, JB, behind that line last year. So, yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I think he's right now. I mean, there's no doubt he's on the decline. There's, you know, you can only. Yeah, he's not what he was, but uh, what he was was a 2,000 yard rusher a couple seasons ago, led the league. He was on target to lead the league for a third straight year in rushing before the broken foot. And guys, that hadn't been done since the mid 90s with Emmett Smith. So uh, uh, a step back for Derrick Henry still leaves him among the best running backs in the NFL. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on Vandy not making the NCAAs? Did they get snubbed or not? Nah? I think they got jobbed. I mean, it, it's almost, for how long have we been talking about trying to figure out what the committee's criteria is year to year? And this year, it does not seem like they took into account the transfer portal at all. Okay. And yes, this team lost to Grambling. And in, in past times, five, 10 years ago, Heck, even three years ago before the portal opened, that would have been the kind of thing that absolutely doomed a team. But, and it obviously did this year, but, you know, when you add players in the portal, and and Ezra Mignon, I mean, he became, what he did to Kentucky on Friday night, and the fact that they beat Kentucky twice in the span of, what was it, nine, ten days without Lee and Robbins, their double-double guy, their, you know, all-SEC player, uh, you know, and, and finished the regular season and into the tournament 
winning 10 of 12 games, 13 in the SEC. SEC, which tied the Big Ten for eight teams in the NCAA tournament. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh's in. They beat Pittsburgh head-to-head. I mean, you could, I can easily make an argument that Vanderbilt got jobs. Uh, you know, they beat Tennessee. They beat uh, Kentucky twice. They beat Auburn. They, Mississippi State, which is in, never led against Vanderbilt in the regular season finale. Uh, and Granted, it was on the road, but never had a lead in that game. So, uh, yeah, I, I think they got jobs. And now, now here's the thing. How does Vanderbilt handle this? You know, they got to the NIT quarters last year. Uh, you know, do what Memphis did a, a couple of years ago when they were ticket getting left out of the tournament. Go win the NIT and, and send the message that, hey, not only is our program back, you better remember us next March. Teresa Walker with us. Uh, any thoughts on the Preds? We've gone around the horn. Might as well throw them in there. Well, they did, they just keep this. on winning. Greg is guaranteed. They're going to the playoffs. They're going to the playoffs, and they're going to win the Stanley and Cup this year. At least make the finals. <laughs> well, my worry now, because I've been more focused on the Grizzlies, is that my hope was that, yes, the, the, I thought the Predators were not going to make the playoffs, and yet they just keep winning to seemingly spite me uh, and, and make <laughs> me, me come back. And, exactly. They want to see me going back and forth I-40 mm. like a mad woman. And, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody what my new car looks like. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> let's keep that under the, on the DL there, okay? But, yep. uh, I mean, it, it, it's almost ridiculous that, you know, and, and again, maybe the youth movement should have started much, much earlier this season when it became incredibly obvious that guys who had career years a year ago weren't doing that this year. Plus the fact that I keep harping on it, they they all had career years, but it didn't translate into team success, right? They barely made the playoffs, and they were out of there in five seconds. Swept for the first time in franchise history. So, yeah, it, it's not like they set the world on fire last year. That's why, you know, the fire sale, when it finally started happening, was, you know, way too late. Mm. Teresa Walker at Teresa M. Walker on Twitter. Thank you, Teresa. We'll talk to you next Monday. Thanks, T. Sounds good, guys. All right. Hey, I want to again.